0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Orchard Podcast, where we help you make a positive and sustainable impact for Christ and the places of greatest need in our world. My name is Brian Lemieux. I'm the executive pastor of Orchard Africa. I'm sitting here at the table with the senior pastor of Orchard Africa, Mike Tessendorf. Hey, Mike. Hi.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Last month, we came to you from South Africa. We're still in South Africa uh, <laughs> recording this, and we are... Uh, Uh, Glad to bring you uh, another episode that'll help you to connect mission and impact and your church, um, whether you're a missions director or a church leader, or you're someone who has a passion for making a global impact. We're just really glad that you're listening in today. And um, like last time, we had the opportunity to meet one of our regional pastors and we have another one as a special guest at our table today. And so, Pastor Mike, would you introduce our guest for this episode?
1: Yeah, it's uh, so great to have uh, Pastor Victor Motlampe with us. Uh, He is our regional pastor in the Northwest Province. And many of you may know that's where the Ministry of Orchard Africa was born, and so my connection with uh, Pastor Victor goes back many, many years. In fact, to the early 90s. I remember first meeting him as a young man at a a church conference that we had, and uh, he ended up from that becoming a member of our church uh, in Mafeking, and over a period of time became a leader in our church, a leader of small groups, and then a leader of small group leaders, Mm. And eventually a pastor of a church, in fact the first church that we planted outside of um, the one I was pastoring, uh, Pastor Victor became the pastor of that Fountain of Hope Church in Top Village. Um, And today, um, 30 something years down the road, uh, Pastor Victor is our regional pastor and uh, went from being a pastor of a church to a pastor of pastors. He oversees the Pastors Network in the North West Province, um, ministers, cares for, loves, guides, connects, and uh, really just serves all the pastors that we work with um, through Orchard Africa in the Northwest Province. And so welcome, Victor, great to have you. So nice to have your presence and your voice on this Mm -hmm. podcast.
2: (laughs) Thank you very much, uh, Pastor Mike. It is indeed a great honor to be part of this podcast.
0: Well, uh, Pastor uh, Victor, uh, you you're a regional pastor, and so you're the pastor of pastors. You also pastor three churches as well. Which churches are those, or what, what communities do they come from? Yes, we have three
2: churches in Mafikeng, one in Top Village, that is exactly where we have started. <coughs> and then we have another church, uh, that was our second church in Mafikeng, in Mo'leluani Village. and. Uh, we are currently studying another one in the village called si Wedding and we are very excited because uh, we are not only going to preach the gospel there; we are going to uh, really touch the lives of the children through our programs, and then the community through all the services that we provide as Orchard Africa.
0: That's that's a lot. So you're you're not very bored in your life, are you, <laughs> Pastor Victory? <laughs>
2: No, <laughs> because because the Lord
0: have given
2: me uh, together as, mm. as I serve, as part of the mm. team in North mm. Africa a lot of work to do. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> the more we do, the more opportunities come. So, mm. no, I'm not bored at all.
0: Mm. I also uh, know one thing <coughs> about you, Pastor Victor, is uh, in addition to shepherding your flock and pastors, you also shepherd a, li- a literal flock right you, yes yes yeah. i do
2: yes um the lord have blessed me with uh, a <clears throat> few goats that i am taking care of it's 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 my passion and that helps me to basically break from the ministry mm. and have something on the side that uh, after waking and serving the people i can sit there and really take care of them mm. so it's it's indeed a great blessing
0: is it's so good. We all need yeah. an outlet outside yeah. of ministry. If we're in full-time ministry, we need to garden or we need, we need goats or we need chickens or some, <laughs> some sort of other thing, some yes. other hobby.
1: It sounds a little bit like lying down in the green pastures and being beside the still waters <laughs> when you can just imagine, the, the, just get a picture, mm. yeah. Pastor mm. Victor with the goats from <laughs> the green. Although the Northwest is often not green. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, it's an honor to have you on the podcast today. One of the things that we've been doing at Orchard Africa uh, over the last uh, month or so is uh, training pastors on um, a new theme for the start of the year and helping church leaders and pastors be healthy. So let's, let's share a little bit about that. I think those listening in would would uh, would like to hear what's the latest um, happening in the Orchard Network and in the community. And
1: Yeah, so uh, we've, we've spoken often about the uh, Orchard Network, which is a network of pastors that we <coughs> care for and encourage and empower. Um, and this is a larger network of pastors than the ones that we partner with and actually uh, fund. And... Um, help to implement projects. And so at our um, Pastors Network for this quarter, we, we've sensed a real need to focus in on the pastor as a person um, and not just as a leader of a church or a shepherd of a flock, but as a person because uh, sometimes pastors lose their identity in what they do and just forget about who they are and uh, so our theme for this quarter is self-care pastor how do you look after yourself pastor what do you need to do are you taking care of yourself and um, pastor victor shared some valuable insights Mm. at at, um, the last network meeting that we had on pastor just realize that before you're a pastor you're actually a human being Mm. Mm.
2: Mm. yeah that's that's true pastor mike the sad thing is that because pastors are called into the ministry, they serve the communities, they serve the church, but uh, there is no one who takes care of the pastor. Mm. So at the end of the day, the pastor is tired, the pastor is discouraged, and that is where we come in as Oshad Africa to really minister to to the pastor. <clears throat> Sorry, not not as a pastor, but but as an individual and give him tools on how to take care of himself because we believe that a healthy pastor will lead a healthy church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Any, any leader, church leader, pastor, uh, it, it's a difficult calling. Uh, there's always needs. Um, if uh, you're a pastor, um, when someone has a, a crisis in their life, you're the one they call. Uh, or just in the day-to-day helping cultivate the spiritual lives of your community. That takes a lot out of somebody. Uh, It takes a lot of energy and focus and intentionality. And then add on to that, when day in and day out, a church leader is facing incredible suffering. Uh, The community that they serve is vulnerable, under-resourced, underserved, and day in and day out when the pastor goes to work, um, goes into the community, they're seeing that need. And so Pastor Victor, what's that like for a pastor to not only serve a church and serve a ministry, but to also be in an environment where there's so much pain and suffering and what, what does that do to a pastor?
2: yeah many pastors especially because pastors would start as very young in their lives it 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 really breaks them because they have a heart they love the people and they want to do more and as they serve the community but at the end of the day because uh, people are sick people are hungry there are many needs so at the end of the day that affects them emotionally and we see them at the end of the day, losing that passion. Some end up being very sick because of, uh, they can't take care of that. And the, the other thing is that because there's so much work that needs to be done, you see pastors working long hours mm. so that they can address those needs. Uh, by doing so, it means they are neglecting themselves. They are neglecting their families. Uh, they are neglecting their health and their lives in general, mm-hmm. so at the end of the day it affects their effectiveness, as you have
0: stated mm. One of the things that you said in your talk uh, at the network training was uh, the the scriptures call us as Christians and particularly as pastors to uh, surrender our lives to die die to ourself but in s- some cases because of unhealth or not just dying to self; they're they're actually dying. And uh, can you can you speak to that? Uh. Yes, actually,
2: the one thing that uh, even before we started with this that affected me, I had a spiritual son. He's a pastor in a church. In 2019, he got sick, and we had to see him being sick and then I have to bury him, then I realized that uh, we, we, we really need to do something about this mm. to, to, to help pastors to, to, as much as they serve the communities, uh, they themselves take care of themselves and then beca- become effective members of the community and they can live long uh, to make a difference in uh, their communities.
1: Mm. Mm gets hard. Um, any pastor, any, any leader, will know the concept of um, people putting you on a pedestal. And I, I think in, in, in many the lives of many of the pastors that we serve, because the needs are so great, and the heart of the pastor b- bleeds to, to, to meet those needs, he eventually or she eventually lives up ends up living on this tiny pedestal that people of mm. expectations <coughs> that people mm. have and of course, the danger of living on a pedestal is at some point you fall off, mm. and that's when self care becomes so necessary um and I think that's where the orchard network is such a crucial part of these pastors' lives because who do you talk to when you're a pastor? Your congregation you know has high expectations, and so if you kind of indicate vulnerability to a congregation, um, that's hard. But the orchard network is a place of safety because it's it's men and women like you who are not going to be judgmental of you when you say, "Hey, I'm dying."." Mm. I'm sick I'm broken i need I need help, and we want to be there for those those needs and those pastors in those positions mm.
2: Mm. yes um to add on that pastor Mike ever since we started this uh, uh, addressing this topic, we have seen like we did in our network meetings many pe- pastors opening up mm. um some you look at them because uh as a pastor, you are uh, expected to look strong, to be this person who do not show any sign of weakness. But we have seen pastors more than you can ever imagine, uh, opening up, uh, crying and weeping and saying, I'm broken uh, for a very long time, I've been carrying this, I really need help. And uh, we really appreciate the platform that Orchard Africa have given so that pastors can be able to really look deep into their hearts and say, more than me being a pastor, I'm a human being, and I'm broken, I need help.
0: Mm -hmm. The, The mission of Orchard Africa is to equip the church to care for the vulnerable. And if the pastor isn't healthy, then the church struggles to be healthy and then Mm. the community isn't able to be healthy. And so helping the pastors to see their identity as being in Christ, Uh, not just pastor or not just church leader, that they are still a child of God who has a role that happens to be a pastor. Mm. So really getting uh, the, the leaders that we serve and partner with to, First and foremost, get to a point of seeing their identity correctly. Uh, that they're first and foremost in mm. in Christ. We've been looking at Ephesians three this year, and uh, in Ephesians uh, three twelve and thirteen, Paul keeps repeating these two little words: "In Him," "In Him." Uh, it goes like this, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. Uh, that's just verse 12. And so, Pastor Mike, when you think about ministry uh, in the context of Orchard Africa and beyond, these two words, in him, what what does that bring to mind for you? What light does that shed on our ministry?
1: Those Those two words, in him, are actually used a whole lot in the New Testament. And if you ever take the time to read through uh, the epistles, you'd be surprised at how many times those two little words come up. But one of the places where, to me, it comes up the most significantly and the most um, profoundly is in Acts, where Paul, uh, Paul says, in him... We live and move and have our being. Um, that means everything we are, everything we do, all that we dream, all our aspirations and, and desires and, and, and passions, everything is in him. If it's not in him, then we do not live and we cannot mm-hmm. move and we don't have being outside of him. Um, to me, that's that's an incredible thought to think of, and the, the only way I could kind of envisage, envisage that is, like I'm immersed in a bowl of jello, you know, kind of <laughs> just floating, hanging, mm. suspended, but surrounded, mm. and everything that I am is in that bowl of jello. Mm-hmm. If I'm not in that bowl of jello, then nothing has meaning, mm. nothing mm. Uh, is, is 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 real. And nothing has life. And I think we sometimes forget. I, I use the analogy of a bowl of Jello. But we we talk about us being in Him, but who is the Him that we are in? Mm. Um, I found these verses in Colossians one which says, beginning in verse 15, this is the, this is the hymn that, that it says we are mm. in. We look at the sun and see the God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and we see God's original purpose in everything created, for everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything God started in Him, and finds its purpose in Him. He was there before any of it came into existence, and He holds it all together right up to this moment. And when it comes to the church, He organizes and holds it together like a head does a body. He was supreme in the beginning, and He is supreme in the end. From beginning to end, He's there. Everything of God, finds its proper place in Him. Mm. Uh, that's that's the Him we're talking about. Uh, different Bibles have different headings for uh, this passage. Some say this speaks about the supremacy of the Son of God, and absolutely it does. Another one says, uh, the heads, this Christ holds it all together. Absolutely He does. In Him, we are held together. Mm. In Him, His supremacy is revealed in our lives, and to come back to what it said in Acts, in Him we live Mm -hmm. and move and have our being. Our ministry is in Him. And perhaps part of of helping pastors to care for themselves is to draw them back to your ministry is not in your talent. Your ministry is not in your ability to communicate. Mm -hmm. Your ministry is not in... uh, Drawing a crowd, or building a platform, or having a big church, or even having a nice church, your ministry and your life is in Him. How do we get you back into that bowl mm-hmm. of jello? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so true. Whether you uh, serve a church in Arizona or you serve a church in Mafeking in the Northwest Province, there is this drift to identify ourselves based on how many people came to our Sunday service or, or how well we communicated or how good the band was or uh, fill in the blank. Uh, whether it's in ministry or it's in our own personal life or work life, we, we have this natural drift out of him unless we're intentional about being in him. And uh, it's it's like every step we take outside of him, it's like a rock that you put in your backpack. And mm. uh, it's okay, now I'm gonna find my, my worth and my value in my career or in how I look or in my influence. And each one is a, a rock that Adds weight and adds burdens and eventually you 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 just can't sustain life out of him and so the intentional calling to okay let's come back let's come back to being in
2: yes uh pastor brian <clears throat> when when a pastor starts the ministry, they starts in christ, but um uh, Over the years, because of a lot of work that is there, they end up relying on their own strength because Mm. they want to achieve so much. Mm. Um, I'm drawn to the scripture in where Paul said, I can do all things. Uh, It's When you listen to the scripture, you you hear this great man who say, I can do all things. (laughs) And that is where most of us, we end as pastors. You end up doing all things. And then that is where Mm -hmm. you see the... Pastors getting tired, pastors being discouraged. But reading on, Paul said, not through my strength, but he said I can do all things through Christ Christ. who gives me the strength. Mm -hmm. I can do all things through him. And I believe as servants and leaders in the kingdom, we need to always have in our minds that we must not rely on our strength, but at all times we must rely on, in him so that we can do our work and it will also remind us that we have to stop Mm. because the bible said that jesus christ stopped and rested Mm. so if you are in Mm. him we'll Mm. know when we need to rest Mm. and Mm. when we need to move on Mm. yes yes yes
1: yeah just along with that thought i mean jesus said come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden um all of us are Mm. weary and heavy laden from time to time And he says, and you will find rest for your souls. But then it goes on to say, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'd like to propose that if the burden that you as a leader are carrying is heavy and if the yoke is difficult, Hmm. it's likely that you're carrying something that is outside of what Jesus has asked you to Mm. Um, and it's time to come back to him and rest and then pick up his yoke, which is easy. Pick up his burden, which is light. Mm. Because if you don't, eventually that burden and that heavy yoke that you're carrying is just going to wear you out.
0: Mm-hmm. And one of those yokes that we carry as leaders is often the um, feeling responsible for the results all the time. And mm. And God doesn't call us to own the results. He calls us to be faithful and obedient in following him. And it makes me think of uh, the words that Jesus shared when he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And our job is to remain connected to Christ and then fruit is born when we're connected it's just what happens when the the spirit of god is at work in and through us but if we're disconnected he says you can do nothing one of the things that i enjoy doing when i have a little time off is i like raising plants and i often do that by um, propagating the plants so i find a, a plant that you can cut off a little branch or even a leaf and then put it in water or in soil and then it, it grows its own plant which i just find fascinating and so if you go to go to my house i have all these sickly kind of plants trying to grow um in these pots and uh, actually it's it's been going okay but one of the uh kind of the proverbs of propagating plants is uh The plant has to root before it rots. So when you cut off a branch, it needs to be in the right environment so that it will um, make roots before the plant dies. And if it's not connected to a rooting system, uh, it it won't live long. It'll shrivel up. And it's the same way for us. Uh, We can only go so long and work. So long disconnected, we need to be rooted in Christ. And so my question for us right now is, uh, how do you stay in him? How do you stay rooted? What are some practical tips you could give to those who are listening? Cause we're, we're all on a, um, a process of learning where we, we don't get this right every time, but, uh, what, what have you learned about ways to stay connected? I'm gonna ask you, Victor, what? Pastor Victor, what do you do to stay connected?
2: Yeah, the most important thing is to learn uh, to have time where you stop because sometimes you find that, like I said, there's so much need to be done. You end up like a wheel that rotate and doesn't stop. Mm, mm. So it's very important to have time where you stop and look deep into your, yourself. And, and the other thing is to, to surround yourself with people who will be able to tell you when they realize that something is not going well mm. or maybe you are overworking yourself. Mm. And there are a lot of practical, I know that uh, there are many, but I can share a few where you 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 just need to rest Uh, take a time and sleep because uh, as much as it looks like you are doing nothing when you are asleep actually you are doing a lot because you are recharging Mm. and your body is getting ready so that you can continue and do Mm. that work so don't feel guilty that i'm sleeping and people are dying out there Mm. because if you don't uh, sleep and worry about what is happening out there you might end up Dead yourself, and then mm. those people are continu- going to continue suffering. So, <clears throat> take a break and 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 stop and find hobbies, things that you like to do, mm. and, and 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 do those things, and let them be not church-related, because sometimes, like a, one pastor friend of mine, <clears throat> made a joke and said that I rest by pitching up a tent and start preaching. Uh, and that is not rest, it's, 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 it's work. So find something that is not uh, work-related, uh, go to the beach, ride a bicycle, and don't take church members with, because then you'll end up discussing church matters <laughs> while you are riding the bicycle. So it's very important to do. It's, it's small things, yeah. exercising. Mm, very good. Mm. You exercise, uh, I don't talk about being a bodybuilder or mm, stuff like that, mm. just small uh, exercises that you can do maybe mm. in your yard, maybe mm. you can run or ride mm. a bicycle, as I said, but take care of yourself and then you'll be able to take care of the your church, your community, and you'll live long to see the results of your work.
0: mm mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. yeah. It's also, um, I think that's so good, being away, stopping, doing other things, having hobbies. And with that, trusting that it'll all be there when you come back. Yeah. And there's a fear sometimes that if I step away something's going to come unglued or but yeah, if you uh, you take a day off um the next day it's not like the church won't still be there or the ministry won't still be there. It's it'll be there. But I remember early on <coughs> in my work life and ministry life that someone told me the wise words of um uh, there will always be more work to do. You'll never <laughs> complete it, especially when your work is related to people. People aren't ever done. Uh, so there's always uh, more to do, but you won't always have moments of rest. Mm. And so you take them when you can get them in.
1: Part of being in him, um, just coming back to this passage in Colossians, it says he was there before any of it came into existence. And he holds it all together right up to this moment. You know, if, if I'm asleep, God is still in control. Mm-hmm. If I'm resting, he has still got it together. Mm-hmm. And it, part of being in him is just realizing that everything doesn't depend on me. Mm-hmm. That I actually can depend on him to take care of things better than I can when I'm taking a break. Mm-hmm. God is the one, Jesus is the one that holds it all together.
2: Mm. Yes, Pastor Mike. And, and the other thing is to realize that even when you uh, you think that you are taking care of things, it's actually not you, it's God. <laughs> mm. So it doesn't mean that because you are present, then mm. things will happen. And then it's, No, it's God who is giving you that strength. Yeah. So like Pastor Mike said, even when you are not there, the same God will be there taking care of his work
0: Mm. Mm. for me uh the way i start the day and the way that i end the day matters and affects what happens in the middle and so sometimes just the simple awareness before you get out of bed that i need to be in him today one of the ways that i do that is i um pray the Lord's prayer or pray Psalm 23. Those are the two verses that I go back to that just remind me, I have a shepherd who is with me mm. and who cares for me. And, uh, in the dark moments, he protects me and shows me the way. And then, uh, a God who, um, knows my daily needs and, So when I, when I'm able, when, when I start my day well, I think, uh, it's when I, even before I get out of bed, I'm before I check my phone and read my email, which I do. And it's, uh, sometimes, and it's it's not a good way to start the day, uh, to start with, okay, I I need to be in him. I need to be focused. And Mm. like you said, Pastor Victor, that even what I do is going to be only by his grace. And so I can trust him. Yeah. Well, I wonder, um, uh, Pastor Victor, you, you shared a story at the last training and kind of this idea of being in him and being healthy and, I wonder if you'd you'd share that.
2: Yeah, thank you, uh, Pastor Brian. Actually, it's a personal story because as a young pastor, I used to work very hard uh, thinking that I'm working for God. At the end of the day, I realized that I've excluded him Mm. in in, in the process, and one day I met one brother in the church It was in town, and and he just greeted me normally, and he just asked, uh, Pastor Victor, how are you? And as a typical pastor, I started to explain, uh, speak all those pastoral talk <laughs> that uh, I'm fine by the grace the Lord is helping mm. and mm. everything, the goodness of the Lord. And he, he was just quiet and listening, uh, not saying anything. And uh, after I've said all those things, he, he looked at me and said, Pastor Victor, but how are you? And I started to realize that this man is not talking to Victor, the pastor, but he's talking to Victor, an individual. And then I started to tell him how I really feel. So Mm. sometimes we are taken up by the ministry and what we want to, what people expect from us. And we ended up not telling people how we feel. Mm. And at the end of the day, you find that people cannot help you because. You tell them that you are well, you are blessed, and, but indeed you are not, you need help. So that opened my eye that I need to really Mm. uh, look deep inside and say, but Victor, how are you feeling? Mm. And that is a good step to start uh, to to Mm. have what we call self-care and address all the area where you are struggling and need help.
1: So Brian, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. I think I think we need it's a great
0: those question. kinds of people in our life. Yeah. that will ask us a second time. Yeah, when we're on that mode of, um, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Everything's good. Mm. God's good. Yeah, when that's not what I asked. I, mm. I want to know what's going on in you.
1: Mm. I think it's a great question to put out to anybody that's listening. Yeah, take just take a moment and stop and think. How are you? How are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: may that question uh, challenge you, and maybe there's uh, maybe you get to that end of the day with that question in your mind today, and you think, I could be better. I, I'm not as healthy as I want to be, or I'm carrying a burden, or my the rocks I'm putting in my backpack are too heavy. And so we encourage you to find somebody to unpack that with Mm. because the ministry God calls us to and the life God calls us to is one where the yoke is easy and the burden is light. Mm. And if that's not happening, then something's wrong. And so that's our prayer for you and for us, and uh, and that's our work that we do in uh, South Africa's help. Churches and leaders to be equipped, to be healthy, to have the tools they need, that they would see fruitfulness. In fact, an orchard uh, alive and fruitful. Caring for those with great need and thank you for listening in and being a part of that. And for those of you part of the orchard community, thank you for investing in that work. And we just coming out of these network meetings and the resources and trainings that we were able to provide because of your generosity has made it possible to have pastors walk away feeling free and unburdened, ready to do ministry. So thank you for listening in Mm -hmm. Pastor Victor, thank you for being a part of this episode. Uh, Thank you for your insights and your wisdom and your work. We're grateful for you.
2: Thank you very much, Pastor Brian. It is an honor.
1: Thanks. Bye-bye, everybody.
0: (laughs) Bye.